in the morning feeling different Smoked a little dope and now I'm lifted Looked up in the mirror feeling gifted Looked up in the mirror said I'm different I woke up in the morning feeling different Smoked a little dope and now I'm lifted Looked up in the mirror feeling gifted Looked up in the mirror said I'm different so can we just start over and talk about it? Because <sighs> this is something that I really do want to talk about. So earlier today, I put up a status um, on the books that read, okay, okay, okay. Cooked, cleaned, sanitized, organized. Everything got checked off my list today. I wanted to get back in the bed all day today, but I pushed through. There's multiple U's so that you know how hard I pushed through today, okay? Um, I ended this post by saying, say no to your depression whenever you can. Push through, beloveds, okay? Um, and then someone that I don't know shared the post and on them sharing the post, they said, easier said than done. This was their caption with the post that I had, which of course, if any of you out there suffers from depression, anxiety, um, major depression, bipolar depression, manic seasonal depression. depression, manic depression, regular depression, um, then you guys know how difficult it is. It is easier said than done sometimes. But easier said than done doesn't mean you can only say it and not do it. It's right. just easier to say it, it than do it. do it. Still possible. Very possible. So she posts, um, she she shares my status with, with the easier said than done quote. And presumably one of her friends comes along and she says, this is a dangerous message. I suffer from depression and anxiety and I've been asleep all day. Most of the time, I don't even have the energy to brush my hair. I hate people like this. Damn, baby. You hate people? Okay, let's keep going. The original poster then responded back to this woman who hates me for having a good day during the midst of my depression. And she says, right? Like, how the fuck am I supposed to push through and say no, quote unquote? Fuck out of here. Now, I've never met either one of these young ladies, and I'm just doing the voices that popped up in my head when I read what they wrote on Facebook. But I want to dive a little deeper into this. I didn't say um, depression isn't real. I didn't say get over it. I didn't say any of the harmful things that I have seen people who don't live with depression say. And yet somebody was still upset. Somebody was still upset. So this made me think of a time where I was really good friends with a homie. And unbeknownst to me at the time, we were such good friends because we were bonding over our trauma. We had mutual. episodes. Sure. We had similar episodes. There we go. Similar episodes, similar diagnoses. Okay. So I said, 
in in response obviously because it really did throw me off guard a little bit and usually I would just be like oh okay well you know sorry you felt that way but um in response to that I I said to her and the other young lady sorry to invocate from you I have lived with the diagnosis and symptoms of major depression since I was 12 years old. (laughs) So this isn't something that I'm just like, oh, it seems cool to say. Push through it, you know. Get out there and be somebody. (laughs) There you go. I said I'm almost 35. Most days it's hard for me to get out of bed and my own head. But today... I was mentally and physically able to push through and I am celebrating that with no remorse, no remorse. I said whenever you can, because I know firsthand how difficult it can be. Much love and better days to the both of you. So this did truly remind me of one of my friends. She was very happy and so was I. She was very happy to drink and drug and let's spend our manic days together and let's cry together and call me when you're at your lowest and call me when always always ready for that always down and this is a two-way street okay I'm not saying that it wasn't on both of us because I would definitely call her on my down days and be like oh my god I just cannot like I feel this that and the third I can't deal with this you trying to get some drugs? You trying to drink? You trying to pop this pill? You trying to do whatever the fuck? You feel me? And it was always a, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Now, when I was able or starting to develop healthier habits for myself, there was a very interesting sense of not only jealousy, but anger for me. Because after months of us boozing, drugging, and just completely ignoring everything that might have been going on inside of us, I stopped. Did I stop completely drinking? Absolutely not. Recreational legal drug usage? Absolutely. Cannabis is legal in a lot of states now. Look it up. But I did develop Um, better coping mechanisms, healthier habits, as well as talking, as well as professional help, as well as diving into my own self to see where this depression was coming from. And she was angry. I remember having a conversation, um, two different conversations with her that just kind of clicked into one. That really made me have to be like, okay, I have to take a step back from this. So the first conversation we were having was um, basically her saying that she was just not ready. She was not ready to take the steps for her to be able to push through her depression. And let me just say this. I am not trying to be insensitive and I hope that I am not being insensitive to anyone who is listening out there. If you need help, there is help. 
depression is not an incurable thing. Depression is not something that you cannot overcome, whether it be through talk therapy, medication, art therapy, radio therapy. There's many types of ways and many types of um, options that you could take to get in tune and figure out what's going on with yourself. Even the mystic realm of shadow work will help you. Okay, so let me just start by saying that. But my friend was not ready. And I'm only liking this to an addiction because this is where I have come to land on certain things. And I know, I know, I know there may be a slight crucifixion for this. But some people are addicted to their ailments. They're addicted to their diagnoses. And they're addicted to that dark place. Because it's comfortable in a way that it is familiar. And it's unchanging. There are so many people that do not know what they look like, feel like, taste, smell, act like without their diagnosis. Especially with depression. And sometimes that can be fucking terrible. And terrifying. I have no idea who I am outside of this. Identity. It is an identity attached to this, to the symptoms of this diagnosis. I am not a doctor. I am not diagnosing anything. I am giving my perspective on it. Having dealt with this diagnosis since I was 12 myself. And you're certified life coach. And I am a certified life coach. I am not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I am not a, a, a medical doctor. However, yes, I am a licensed uh, life coach. Thank and you, you. And you're Safe Space Teflon. And I am Safe Space Teflon. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I'm sorry to keep cutting in and out of this story. It's just so devastating for me. And it was quite a shocker for me to hear this. So anyway, back to the friend. We had gotten to the point where she's angry at me because I'm genuinely laughing. I'm genuinely able to smile. I'm having um, more consecutively good days than not. And she's angry. She's upset. Maybe because she doesn't have anybody to episode with. Maybe because she doesn't know where to start in her own journey. Maybe because she feels like I didn't I didn't got the keys and I'm holding it back to her, holding it back from her. Because what she looked at me and said was, I I'm glad you found the keys. Like, I'm glad you found the recipe, but uh, it's not so easy for the rest of us. And I said to her, the keys, the recipe, whatever you want to liken to is not one size fits all. This isn't a skeleton key. This is not a recipe that I can give you because it is tailor made. Fighting your way out of depression is personal. Absolutely. And it is a choice just like you choose to love. Just like you choose to get up. Well, you don't choose to get up in the morning, but it is a choice. You have to make the choice every day. You make a choice every day. And a lot of times depression clouds that. It is 
paralyzing. It is debilitating. It speaks nastily to you and about you. It is absolutely heavy. That motherfucker is not immortal, though. That motherfucker is not a god. It is not indestructible. It is not something that you are unable to push through. And I want everybody to know that. I know this shit is hard. I know it is. It is not impossible. Now, the second thing that my friend said to me, which made me have to really step back in a very real way to protect my own, (laughs) my own work. Like I've gotten, I've done a lot of hard work. And that's the other thing that people don't understand. There have been days. There have been days and days and days at a time where I did not get out of the bed, where I did not eat. I was not taking care of my personal hygiene properly. I wouldn't change my clothes. I didn't want to speak to anybody. So you got damn right. When I have a day, one single solitary motherfucking day where I mentally and physically push through my own shit. You're fucking right. I'm celebrating that. Woo. As you should. So my friend says. I am not ready to do this. I want to sit. In this. Pit of shit. And I want to take in all of the disgusting smells and I want to cry about it and I want to throw a fit and I want to, oh, I'm so nasty and my clothes are dirty and now the fuck, I don't want to get up. I want to sit here and fucking wallow. Please sit down in this shithole and wallow with me. And I could not. I could not. Here comes possible crucifixion uh, opportunity number, whichever one this is. Some of you guys, not all, not everybody, hit dogs holler, so just be cool. But some of you guys are depression zombies and junkies. You're diagnosed as depression. You're diagnosed with anxiety. You're diagnosed with whatever it is. And you just hold on to it. With the exception of a chronic uh, physical illness. Even chronic mental illness. Because depression is, it is. It's a chronic thing. Even with that, there are so many people just hell bent on staying where they are. Now, you started to say something really interesting, which made me start recording anyway. And what you were saying, and I'm going to try to jog it back so you can repeat it. But you were basically saying that people, what type of union is that where you are so deeply connected to your state of depression that somebody who is fighting against that who is advocating for you to get up out of there, who is letting you know that, yes, it is possible, is the enemy. Yeah. That's 
I think it goes back to something very important that you stated um, earlier about waking up. You know, when you get up. In the words of Jay Prince, and I'm paraphrasing here, he said, every day you wake up, you get a choice and a chance. And I think by you telling me that she said that this is a person that's going through depression, they couldn't get up. They're anti the push through. Absolutely. Your friend was also anti and I'm not ready for the push through. Now, here's the here's the thing. Why is there this trauma partner union, but there is no recovery partner union? Mm. This is scary. Mm. It's, it's a little scary. Now, I would like to actually take a, a, a leap and say that because a lot of times our episodes are similar... We link on to each other, but the healing is so tailor-made. It's not that you can't have someone along, like parallel. It's not like you can't have someone parallel in that journey. I got it in the tip of my tongue how this works. (laughs) I have it on the tip of my tongue how this works. You want to just breathe on it? or Yeah, go ahead. Um, I, I like this you said. The trauma might have a parallel, right? But what you've already, you, you've already said, and I agree with you, that the recovery is tailor-made. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Here's the thing, though. What happened to visible hope, right? So, or... or <coughs> Or visible faith. These are two terms that I actually loosely use nowadays. However, if I see that it's possible for somebody to have, to come up out of something, quote unquote, bad that we both share, that is at least a beacon of hope to start my own journey. Yes. And no. Because it is such a paralyzing, debilitating, mental thing. Everything that we do with our bodies starts in our brains. Absolutely. Whether we blinking, whether we walking, whether we are breathing, talking. It's all a thought first. It is all a thought first. If this is your ability to do that, this is your ability to do that. And this is your fucking depression on top of your ability to do that. You're not trying to hear shit about what I'm saying about it's up under there. Sure. You're not trying to hear that shit. So that's where it comes in. And why? When we were both just under the same thing. We were, we were both up under there. <laughs> I think it goes back to something... Um... That uh, a member of my tree would say, Freedom Allah, would say, do you know if a man could turn himself inside out, Mm. he will fall out and die. What does that mean? I think the fact that you've taken the step to turn yourself inside out and get to the root of the problem, to solve the problem. It's so scary 
to it do is. in the first place it that is. somebody doing it could actually evoke I'm angry at you. I'm angry at you. Why did you even start that and show? And how the fuck did you do it? Because that's essentially what the young lady was saying that reposted it. First, she said it's easier said than done. Then she said, how the fuck am I supposed to do that? How the fuck do I just say, all right, I'm going to get up. All right, I'm done. And, and, and I think that's a good point that we're getting to. It's, uh, you can evoke envy and then it can be scary because now it's like I got to turn myself inside out if I want to get over this. Because we both agree that that's necessary. Absolutely. Because you, to me, you have to identify who I am. The example you just gave, if this is your ability, this is this trade that she's using in front of us is the depression. It's way bigger than this, this delicious looking cookie. It's way bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, also known as ability. If it's that, if it's that big... You have to say, who am I without this depression? Yeah. Because it, you get so stuck. That's a difficult question to ask when you haven't seen your reflection in how many years. It's very difficult. It's a very difficult. <laughs> it, it's a journey. Yeah. It's a journey through the mind. And as a person myself who battled with depression and I have depressive thoughts still. But I've got, I've got my depression's number for sure mm-hmm. because I made promises to myself that I would never return to certain spaces. Not because it was scary, but because I actually worked so hard, like you said, and made these benchmarks and made, the, made healthier habits, whether it be diet, whether it be what I study mentally, whether it be, you know, everything I put into my body and mind. Like reevaluating that, doing different things, uh, pushing through those those little victories are the hugest victories um, that you're talking about. Like pushing through. I felt your energy pushing through today, by the way. And it was really awesome because I remember the post that you sent me. And it was just like sometimes just let it go. And I just stopped doing anything I normally do. I kept going. So I was very proud of you in that. And I say that. No problem. I, I I build that this is not of um this is not a dictator conversation. This is not a conversation that is without empathy. I wanna be very clear in saying that to anybody who's listening. This is a conversation of encouragement, triumph, and patience. And personal discovery. And personal discovery. Wow, thank you for that. The reason being is because this is part of the construct, if you will. If they get everybody to be depressed, whoever they is, if there's this group of depressed people that starts to band together in unhealthy behavior for their own life, but they're bonding in that, and they start to despise those that are pushing through, that is the great divide. That is a mental and spiritual war because some people will choose to say, fuck those guys who decide to come out of it. This is who we are and this is what we're doing. And they will start to envy or they will start to be discouraged. And sometimes that leads people to try to bring those people down. Absolutely. And convert. Absolutely. And that's the type of vampire story I don't like. Yeah, I don't like it either. I I, I don't see no way out. So obviously there is no way out. The people who did get out are lying. Yeah. Like, okay. And listen, also, that is not to say that um, I have felt... I've been cured. 
okay, of my depression. That's what a chronic illness is. What I am saying is there are ways for you to have great days. Yeah. There are ways for you to decide. Like, for real. There are some days where I, I know that I am succumbing. I know that I am. Like, well, it's going to be a bad day today. Let me just sink inside the bed. I'm, I'm not in the mood to fight. And that's another thing, too. You you really do have to be in the mood for it. You have to be in the headspace for it. You have to be... You kind of have to train yourself to do it. And by the way, listeners, we are definitely smoking cannabis and drinking um, a beer. These things are perfectly legal. But just showing you guys, this is and not... And I'm a- drinking pomegranate wine. I do not drink beer. I'm not a fan. I haven't found a beer that I like. And everybody's always like, oh, you haven't tried... Yeah, hey, take it easy. I've tried beer. I don't like it. Yeah, it's all bad. Uh, I put it in I put it in the uh, the food, so I just decided to drink it. Um, that's really where I'm coming from. But that's just to show we're not on some... This is, who, who, who? I've yeah, got yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah, I've got it all figured out. It's like, I don't have any vices. I am not. Uh, no, G. Like, I will still, I will still light a blunt. I will still. Um, Huff a cig. I will. Yes, I will. I, I Listen, so these things, you being able to have a good day with your mental, um, your mental challenge. Yeah. For real, you being able to have to have a good day with whatever your diagnosis may be should be celebrated. I agree. You should celebrate your wins and you should do it publicly. I don't care about I don't care about these people. Um, It hurt more than anything for them. Like, damn, that's a very rough spot to be in. I don't care about these people. Breakthrough shaming. Yes, I don't care about these people push through shaming. Ooh, I, like that. I don't care about them push through shaming me. I don't. Mm-mm. What I care about is us all being able to fucking push through. Yeah, that's that's more important. I like that. Yes. I don't care about you feeling like it can't be done. I want you to know that it can. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. Um. Thank you for talking it out with me. And thank you guys for listening. There were a lot of you guys who chimed in on Facebook. Um, In solidarity, and that's the only other way I can pull it. We were in mental and virtual solidarity. And I appreciate you guys too. Um, because a lot of people were like, yo, no, this, this is actually helpful. It, you know, thank you for this. Don't stop. And, I too have pushed through and I will continue to do so. So thank you guys. Um, And to the ones of us and the sons of us who are still struggling very deeply with our anxiety and our depression and things of that nature, I just want you to hold on, breathe, And know that it is possible. That work starts with you. To my knowledge. Another crucifiable moment coming up. To my knowledge. None of us. Was born with depression. 
I don't know if that's a thing. I will take a look at it. You can rip me to shreds in the comments and educate me if you like. But to my knowledge, none of us is born with depression. There is usually a a little marker. It's usually something that happened or something might have continuously happened that did not set well with your spirit. It didn't sit right with your heart and it didn't sit right with your mind. Those are all things that can be mended. And once you begin to understand what is broken, you can begin to mend it. But we can't fix anything that we can't identify. identify. It's like a leak. Oh, my God. All right. You guys been on an air mattress before, right? At least once. You ever been on an air mattress and by the time you woke up in the morning, you were literally just on the floor because your air mattress had deflated? Do you know how long it takes to find that damn leak sometimes? And sometimes it's something so, it's a little bitty, little bitty prick, a little bitty prick in that fabric. And it's deflating the whole thing. Every day you blow it up, you get right back down. (laughs) Until you are able to pinpoint exactly where that leak is coming from. And then you're able to plug it up. Now, the other side to that is, is that plug a permanent solution? Normally not. Not for a fucking air mattress. Get a real mattress. And that's what begins to happen. You don't get a new brain, obviously, but you do start to form new mentalities. You do begin to form new bonds with yourself. You do begin to repair and feel like you can push through. I love you guys. Peace.